You are now tuned into the Two Bricks podcast with Sandbag Larry and Motherfucking Jimmy. Produced by Eraserhead. Damn, that's right, that's right, that's right, that's right. Anyway, we'll, we'll, we'll get it all done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cheers. Happy birthday. Salud. Thank you. Holy fucking shit, man. Oh, this is hella smooth. Yeah, it is. That's extremely smooth whiskey. Yeah. All right, cool. Fucking episode 51, Two Bricks Podcast. Um, Been a hiatus for a little bit, but we're back in action, you know what I mean? Uh, this is your host, shit, Sandbag Larry, a.k.a. No Bone Malone, a.k.a. Uh, Larry Potter, a.k.a. Damn it, I forgot all my A.K.A.'s. I feel like you said no. every episode. I, I do. I always <laughs> forget always my like, shit. Wait, what were they? Goddamn. And uh, with my co-host, the original. Uh, the one and only Sahu, A.K.A. Sahu, A.K.A. Boogie to your nosebleed, A.K.A. Uh, uh, Jimmy the Dolphin Strangler, A.K.A. Uh, Slobbert Nesta, A.K.A. Uh, Sweet Sweetback, A.K.A. Uh, Chris Tracy, <laughs> A.K.A. <laughs> a whole bunch of other shit, yeah. So many, I, I forget all the AKs. Man, listen, and you know what? It's got to the point now. You know where... My first rap name. As a matter of fact, I'm not gonna say that shit. It's embarrassing. Go. What first rap name? <laughs> my first rap name was Remix One. My first rap name, no bullshit, because I thought the shit was cool, and I was learning French was Trist, because it was the word for sad. I thought Trist was like a person you cheat with. No, I mean that's how that's how we use it, but like the French. Oh, word, that's a French word I'm, for I'm Trist. Saying it, saying it wrong. It's Trist. T R I S T E. Tristy. And something in my young brain was like, "That's the French word for sad." That's a cool rap name. We were both in French together. <laughs> you know what's yeah, funny? I don't remember Albert. anything. We're Albert, man. Yes, he definitely that's had sugar in his tank. I didn't do French, uh, 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 French three. Yeah, singing along with the guitar. And, and we both did French one and two together. On, children. Yep. Sacre bleu. <laughs> like, what? Yeah, right. <laughs> shit. Damn, I totally forgot about that. And I forgot all of that shit. I took Spanish for like eight years, don't know nothing. Yeah, that sounds about right. And went in out the other. So here's a fucked up thing, right? We're talking about shit that we made our parents buy. That some of the stuff we made our parents buy, we loved. Like, you know, mm-hmm. there's some things that, like, I clung to. Like, it changed my entire life. Mm-hmm. Then... There's things like Pogs. And there was shit like Crossfire. Yes. Crossfire? It's because the fucking song was so dope. It was. Ooh, and the fire and all yeah. of that stuff. And it was just like two I balls to of steel. somebody in a cage of like. <laughs> yes. And then we thought, we all got Pogs, right? We all got Alf Pogs. Which stands for Alien Life Form. Which blew my fucking mind. Because I just thought his name was Alf. But um, we never knew the rules. We just got the pogs, looked at the pogs, and then lost the pogs in like two months. <laughs> like legit. Like I never okay, ever knew so I did a quick what scan. to do with them. Here we go. I'm about to tell you what to do. And I did a quick scan. So, you know, this was <coughs> speed red. All right. Step number one. Obtain pogs. Get some pogs. <laughs> yes. And a slammer. What's a slammer? Oh, the a slammer big was pog. the big was the big daddy pog. Yeah, like, it so was. When I was talking about, that, I had the hologram one that was gold. Right, the owl mm-hmm. pog was the slammer. It was. <laughs> and it was like silver. Yeah, I think my shit had like a dragon in, in it or something. It was some shit that I was like, I hit. I must protect this. So you slam. <laughs> this is valuable. You slam. Hold up. The... So you get your pogs and your slammers. 
then you compare your pogs with friends. I'm looking at the wiki how, which is delightfully multiracial. <laughs> compare pogs with your friends. Jose talked to Abraham. Yep, that's exactly who they are. Mm-hmm. That's Jose right there, and there's Abraham. Yep. Number three, decide, get your Asian friend to decide whether or not yeah. you're going to play for keeps. Right, you thinking about it. Okay, pluses and minuses. Are we in my... Are you leaving with my pog or not? That's Find so a racist. Good surface to play on. <laughs> the, the Asian kids got the plus Step and minus. Step five. Each player puts an equal number of pogs into the stack. Right? Just a stack of pogs. You're just making a, a, a regular, like, we're going to play with one stack, but we have to have, put in an equal share of pogs. So I'm putting okay. in 20, you're putting in 20. We got a stack of pogs. Can't sound like marbles. Number six. You stack the pogs face down after you've shuffled them. Right. You shuffle pause. You shuffle pause. Kids wasn't doing all of this. Today. That's like shuffling chips in like <laughs> like Atlantic City. You shuffle pause. I'm trying pause? to figure out how I can uh, mosquito. I'm trying to figure out how I can get away with the uh, the pog I want. Stack the pogs face down. You flip a separate pog to see who goes first. Okay. What tails and dads? I guess faces are not the face of the pog. What? Number eight, hold the slam, hold the slammer correctly. There's a right way, depending on who you play with, to hold the slammer. Ah, uh, that's what Gustav's doing in the picture. Number nine, <laughs> or eight. take turns slamming the stack, and you collect the pogs that are flipped over, that you can see the faces of them. They're now yours. So remember, all the pogs are face down and they're shuffled, right? right? And it's half mine, half yours. But then I slam it, and the pogs that are face over are mine now. Can't you just do that too hard and they all flip? Absolutely. Or, well, they were kids though, so we have like baby strength. So but, maybe we but, don't but, have but, enough but strength you know, to flip say them. Hold, it did the say hold arms. the slammer correctly, so maybe there's like different ways to hold it that make it a little more difficult. By the edge. Pop off, By maybe. the edge. I don't know. See, they don't put that on the, on the, the packet when you buy them. Keep passing and slamming until someone has more than half of the pods. And then play variations. Play best of 15. Who's playing 15 rounds of this? Pogs? Nobody. <laughs> Niggas didn't even know there was Play rules. Pogs where they fall. Play See? long range pogs. I'll throw it from the bathroom. Just keep <laughs> playing. Or just keep playing. Just fuck around and pog, See? pog your life away. See, this is where you have to have respect for parents. Part two of two. Collecting pogs. Play for them so you can you know, get the valuable pogs. Keep the cool ones. Ladies, this is awesome too, as you can see. Oh, Amy. That's Amy in the, in the WikiHow. So WikiHow is like, really a UN Amy right now. She's like, I'm keeping this one. Yeah, she's like. Trade them. I know Cardi B songs. Keeper. You can get a storage keeper for your pogs. You can buy your pogs. Storage keeper? You had a pog case. I think I, I, think I had a pog case, bro. I had a, a case for baseball cards, case. basketball cards, football I think, I think cards. I definitely did have a pocket. See, this is why I got I love parents. I remember loving the shit out of my marbles, though. I remember being like, my marbles. I played marbles. Were I love super marbles. Valuable to me because they looked like that. jewels. They did. It was like this is yeah. It was like jewels in a bag. Stuff. For real, for real. So, um, sea monkeys. Right? Oh, I got so many thoughts on pogs, though. Oh no, go go <laughs> ahead. Here's go my ahead. Here's my, my main thought about it. It shows you how much parents love their kids. Because I'm yeah. pretty sure if I had a child and I was like 40-something and my child was like, I want pogs. And I looked at it and it was like, this shit's retarded. <laughs> but it's like, it's going to make you really happy. Right. I'm just going to buy this shit. You're going to stop asking me for it? Right. Here's your fish. And then I'm going to watch you play pogs and be like, this shit is fucking, we're doomed. This is just, we're But everybody has them. You were saying you feel like the Slinky is one of those toys. Yeah, I feel like the Slinky had enough. 
fun you know in why? and of itself. Because when I think about what the slinky is, it's like I'm really I need stairs, <laughs> right. and it's, it's then I'm just energy. watching it fall. It's, it's like a scooter. Energy. You just, just put more yeah. energy into it than yeah. it even gives back. It's yep. just like, if my leg don't work, I can't go anywhere. Like on the scooter, you're just like going nowhere, really, essentially. As you go down a hill, which is but very dangerous so on the scooter. it so much more to a child with an active imagination. It does, because you watch the Slinky Slink. I love Slinkies. I, me too, but I'm thinking about it like, the, all I had to the, do was go down. Sli- half a plane was like one was putting it down the stairs, and the other one was just doing this. <laughs> what <laughs> is this? <laughs> right. Imagine just seeing your kid playing with a spring. And it started out as a, as a military spring. I believe that. Good night. It started out as a military spring. I feel like I played with a slinky with him, too. Like I feel like he had a slinky at one point. Probably. But it's like literally one of the strangest toys of all time. Yeah. It's just a spring. That goes downstairs. How do you place uh, with a slinky without stairs? You can't. I mean, without doing this. <laughs> but this is get boring at some point. They're gonna want to see it fall over right. something. You know right. what I mean? I used to take the slinky and kind of like, will it stretch all the way down to Me the too. floor? And then you break it. Maybe you go too far and it should. That's one. And you know, a couple <clears> of <throat> I saw one. You remember like the little sticky things you could throw to the wall? Yes. Mm-hmm. Goop. It, yeah, Glop. but it was like it'd be like a they'd call it like a wall walker or something like that. Yeah, throw it and it like crawl down, and then it falls in the dust. And it gets real nasty. That's imagination, bro. <laughs> and then you try to wash it, and the, the, the goop goes away. Not too long ago, he throw had, at the wall, it just falls. He had a, like a, a fart um, cup. Yes, and I was eating. <laughs> I was so hungry. It's like my first meal, so I'm like really serious about this meal. And he's like, "Listen to the fart, Uncle Matt. Isn't that great?" Bang, <laughs> It's a toy, you know what right. I mean? Like it's 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 because I remember doing that with Gak in the. Me too. Yeah. What's funny is that they Gak. sold us Gak. Gak. They sold us slime. They sold us Gak. They it sold was, us a lot. We sold. We, got, we bought a lot of slime, man. I got a lot of slime. Creepy crawlers is all slime. Creepy crawlers was a slime. Yeah. The first Ninja Turtles toy I had. Oh, uh, ooze. ooze on them. That was yeah. slime. There was something else where you made. Slime. I remember creepy crawlers. I remember I thought creepy crawlers were really cool. Me too. Maybe it was like a slime thing. It was like pre-thug, pre-young thug. Because he's slime now. <laughs> it was all big slime. Yeah. He was like, we didn't even know that slime. But yeah, uh, no, we did like slime. But think about how dumb that is. The fact that they could just sell dumb. you green slime. Very dumb. That's why you sell things to children. Because you know they can force their parents to buy it. Yes. And there's some stuff that's neat. That's like a Rubik's why Cube. cereal boxes, <laughs> the characters on the cereal box, their eyes are facing down. Because the cereal box makers are anticipating where the cereal will be on the shelf and how it will look to the child. So it looks like Tony the Tiger is looking at you. I believe that. Me. I believe that. Isn't that wild? Yeah. Isn't that crazy? I, that is crazy. Because they know. They know that we're, 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 we're dumb enough to think it wants me. Like, this cereal box oh, needs yeah. me. I need Fruit Loops. Despite the fact that it. it's so colorful, it's got a cartoon on it. It needs me. I think that's the easiest thing for a child to identify. A child says, sees a cartoon and says, "That's for me." Right. It's clearly mine. It knows. Yeah. It knows. <laughs> it knows. It knows. You know, you're like this shit wants me. See, that's the shit you go through <laughs> with a kid. That's why you can't take cool shit from kids. Because then they're gonna be fucked up later on. Yeah. You can't take that away from them. They need sugar. They need cap guns. They need, they need horror movies. They need all that stuff. You gotta have. You disagree? They need sugar. I yes, think, I, I a little think, bit. I do, Pop think rock, something. Need, I do think kids need a little bit of sugar. A little bit, I not like they're gonna have OD, not diabetes. You can do pop rocks without the sugar. You know, Who you wants know, vegan you know, pop rocks? But they don't know the difference. You know why you need. You know why you need. You know why you need sugar. I was just. I was. I was. 
What? I mean, but you. Rocks were popping. But you knew there was like a flavor to it. Like you knew you can't. But if you told me, like, if you gave me like vegan pop rocks, vegan rocks, I wouldn't know the difference. You would taste the difference. Does it pop? What? But it wouldn't be sweet. I don't taste the difference because I have something to compare it to. (sighs) See. Mm-hmm. You know it. And no. You know it I it would taste different. I feel like vegan Pop Rocks, vegan rocks wouldn't taste as sweet as Pop Rocks. I've never had vegan Pop Rocks. They don't make vegan Pop Rocks. See, but you never had them before. That's because it hasn't been invented. Don't do this to me. I'm about to throw All right. Mm. You can Google it. But I'm pretty sure there's no such thing as vegan rocks. What? Vegan rocks sounds like vegan crack, too, which is hilarious. <laughs> Give me that vegan crack. I'm on a diet. I can't do this right now. I got $5. But it it can't be the same because the sugar is part of what makes the pop rocks what? rock. As a what? All you care is that your blue raspberry tastes like blue raspberry. Right, but care. the sugar is what gives you the oh the food came. The sugar is what gives you the the pop. Like you can't. It's tricky because there's no taste. What the sugar is not what gives you pop. Yes, it is. Any bottle pop, right? Ring pop. Push Ring pop. pop. You can't have you know vegan why? push pop. You know why you need sugar? What? You know why, why you, you need sugar as a child? Because it wouldn't taste like it would taste like fucking your cauliflower. Body can process it. Because what? See? Because your body can run it through like fuel and be fine as long as your parents don't like only give you chocolate <laughs> for <What>? months. <laughs> for months. No, like, you know you want more chocolate. But I'm, but I'm thinking about like that's why grandparents <clears throat> give their kids give their grandchildren sugar. Little treats. Because they know that because they know. That's the candy Big, well, that grandparents were given, the stuff we didn't like, and you're absolutely right. Okay, the peppermint, the butterscotch, the weird shit. The black things, jelly the beans. That should have never been made. <laughs> Nobody ever ate the black jelly Those beans. Those are probably vegan. <laughs> Those, see? See? That'd be you and my fucking wife trying to give kids the nice fucking candy that tastes like a smashed asshole. Thank you. Wait, no. I got the tacos. Those tacos, right? Yeah, but did I get a whole combo? I don't remember. Did you get a combo? Um, I got something different. Did you get a combo? I didn't get tacos. You didn't get tacos? Yeah. Fucking vegan pop rocks. That's what you ordered, right? Fish, okay? Oh my god. Fish, and you're welcome to some. Don't be looking at my golden fried fish. I'm not. Thinking about. Because it's vegan. No, you might. Well, it's not vegan, it's vegetarian. Basically. You can't give kids vegan shit because they're going to know it's vegan. They're going to be like, there's no sugar in this. What the fuck? Ah, it's like Diet Coke. They're gonna, <laughs> the kids are going to know. Kids don't know Diet Coke. If you get kids Diet Coke without telling them it was diet, they wouldn't know any different. They're Until drinking, they you know taste Coke. Soda. You know why? Pop rocks. They're going to eat it. You know why? Because it's pop rocks. Nah, because vegan rocks. Because like. kids are assholes. They- Just make it, call, put it, make it taste like something and call it cherry. It tastes like anything. Call here, it cherry and they here, will eat it. Here's what's going to happen, right? You know I'm telling the truth. Here's what's going to happen. The kid's going to have vegan rocks and be like, oh, <laughs> vegan rocks are nice. He's going to go to... Like vegan crack. <laughs> sound like vegan crack. I'm on a diet. I'm smoking this crack. And then he's going to go to school. He's going to find somebody with real pop rocks, eat the real <laughs> pop rocks, and realize you've been lying to them for five years. Yeah, but my point is that they had nothing to compare. To, they they will though, because kids no. would be exposed. You know, if we had nothing to compare it to. We wouldn't know the difference. Imagine a if Snicker you're... bar would be a Snicker bar until you compare it to an actual Snicker bar. <laughs> <laughs> you're just giving them broccoli, Snicker <laughs> bar. <laughs> That's terrible. Chocolate covered broccoli would still be chocolate covered broccoli. Think about how mad your child would be. 
when they were like, you've been lying to me all these years. This broccoli is not a snicker bar. You've been telling me it's a snicker bar. They would be so livid. Because they're gonna know. The kids are gonna know. Like they're gonna figure it out. If you're giving them, that's why you can't. You can't deny your kids. You fucking the no. cool man. It's only because we have alternatives. But if that's your lifestyle. You don't know no different. Plus, I need a table. I don't have another table. <laughs> <laughs> Some table hunt. Yeah. So serious. I was like, what? To figure out what's, we need what's tables. Plus, you, you understand. Want, you want pause here and come back to it? Yeah, yeah. We'll just have like an off conversation it. about the the dangers of vegan rocks. <laughs> so mystical made danger right if you watch the video you will see that nivia is in the video singing the hook which i didn't realize till just now but what i was saying is that mystical what we didn't know was a danger the whole time because this nigga got locked up for, for like, charge. yes, I think he like raped his hairdresser or some shit, and that's why he disappeared. But nobody knew because back then it wasn't that's like why it'd been so long. Yes, he's been gone. <laughs> Get on the floor, <laughs> the nigga right here. Yeah, he, he you know, he came out screaming too. Yeah, back, goddamn. Did he say like I got my dick in my hand? Be How smooth. He probably, he probably did. That's a that. lyric. He probably did. I, I think got my dick in my hand. Be smooth. He was not trying to hide his shit. <laughs> He was like, I am a rapist. <laughs> this is who I am. Yeah, bro. And then he got out of jail, signed to cash money for some fucking reason, and then did it again. And he got caught in another fucking, like, like a, I forgot what you call that. I think it was like sexual assault or some shit. Gone all over again, bro. That is the story of Mystical. Wait, he he went back again over some other shit? Yes. What I think it? it happened. I think he, he had sexual assault. For him and his well, like, boys. What were, the, what were the, the conditions of the case? Uh, I can't remember now. Like, I know he got out, right? He did, like, four years. He got out. Somehow he met Baby. I don't know. Baby was just probably flying over him. Like, brrr. He was like, all right, I need right, this. Yo, he did go back. He went to Cash he Money. He dropped, yeah. like, three songs with, like, I think, Juvie. And then it was, like, mystical in jail for sexual assault again. And then he's gone. <laughs> and that was, like, 2016. And I think yeah, he's man. up, up. He's like, you know, because once you do your second charge, that's, like... You know what I'm saying? Like, you got a pattern. Now you really fucked up. Man, and, yeah. Wow. Rick Ross still roaming. <laughs> yeah, right. Let me say Molly and her drink. She I mean, ain't even know. You ain't even know it. I mean, CeeLo did it. But she was mad about it. But he was like, yeah, bitch, I we think, do this all the time. Was, I was looking back at that case, too. I can't yeah. remember what it was. It was like, um... He slipped her... Yeah, they, 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 they were able to prove or whatever. They were arguing that they had ecstasy and that was a separate... Thing from what she was referring to, yes. And then it was like, oh, well, he didn't do that to you. And I think they had done it before, like yeah, it was like a yeah, consistency. Yeah. Like they had always done it, but then I guess one time she got mad at him. I mean, CeeLo does look like a human thumb, so maybe she was just like, I don't want this. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what I Plus, yeah, <laughs> CeeLo can look scary to some people, but he's so like gentle singing. But he does look menacing. Like if you saw CeeLo in a tank top, you'd be kind of nervous. Concern. Yeah. He doesn't have any. It's because he's a human thumb. Thumbs don't have eyebrows. You know what I'm saying? CeeLo just look weird. You ever hear that uh, Boosie interview when he was talking about when he was experimenting with E? And he was putting E in girls' booty holes? Have you ever heard this? I think I do remember. Because Boosie says yeah. off the wall shit. Yeah. This nigga said, if you put E in a girl's booty holes, she's either going to fuck you or cry in two minutes. 
because the E goes faster to the bloodstream through the anus. And he was like, I had five girls all crying about their mama in five minutes, bruh. Wasted all his drugs, his ears, two hours. He's trying to console the bitches. They won't stop crying because the E's getting stronger. And he's just like, nigga, don't do it. <laughs> don't put E in girls' booty holes. That was holes. a Vlad interview, right? Yes. Yeah. In like 2013, yeah, like 14. I was like, damn, just taking notes. Like, don't put E in booty holes. I understand now. Oh, right. Uh, go on a tangent. So. I watched this video, right, for, um, it's not, uh, it's a Tupac song, and it's, um, how does it feel? How do you want it? Have you ever seen the uncensored version of that video? I don't think so. Nigga. What It is crazy. (laughs) I'm trying to think. No, because my mind went to Temptation, not Temptation, there's another one. It's a Temptations uncut? No, 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 there was one where he, when he, when Pop was in jail for sexual assault. Yes. Yes. <laughs> where where um all of the celebrities uh were in the video and they're like going through the hotel room and, and Isaac Hayes was the clerk. Really? I wanna say it's called Temptation. It was on Me Against the World, but I can't remember the name of the song. I had that out. But but what you're talking about, that came out with all uh, all eyes on me. So Yes, and it's uh what's and and KC and jo- Jojo are on it. Yes. Nigga. There's an uncut video, right? It's like ten minutes long. It's there's a porno? Basically. I mean it's just yeah, ass like- and titties. Everywhere, like there's a part but like um, it's wild. Some famous porn star was in it. Yes, I can't remember her name. Heather Hunter. There you go. Heather Hunter was in it. I think she, she mentioned it. She mentioned it recently, and nobody had really saw it. And it leaked on YouTube. Nigga, you gotta watch that video. It's epic. Like there's a part where there's like a chick like butt naked on like a hot tub, and I think Joe just uh, is a Casey. One of them is pouring champagne down her body, and right where her pussy is is a cup, and they're drinking the champagne that's coming from her pussy into the cup. That's like how you get AIDS, my nigga. Yo, it's a crazy <laughs> video, bro. It's crazy. He's on like a mechanical bull with like just titties flopping. Hey, man. Dude, you gotta watch it. it. Blew my mind. How do you want it, Yo. <laughs> <laughs> nigga? I was very surprised. I've never seen... Where is it? It's on YouTube? It's on YouTube. It's just pretty much like the how do you want it uncut and it's like 10 minutes long and it's just ass and titties everywhere. It makes you like want to be a rapper when you watch it. You're like, damn, I gotta do a video like this at least once in my life. It just looked like straight debauchery, son. It was like... To that point, I was looking back uh, recently at um, uh, Blurring Lines because you remember that was a controversy like four years ago. What was the controversy about it? About Raven? The controversy was that uh, the song encouraged it was supposed to well well, it was two things. Oh that's the blurred line. It was right. That was supposed to be the blurred line. That's right. That's right. You're a good girl but you know you want it and they were saying that encourages people to think of it in a way in which a a woman is not owning her own sexuality. (sighs) We so soft. (laughs) We so snowflakes. And then Pharrell was arguing that actually it's an empowering statement but like you're putting something dirty on it and then they also had the issue with People saying it was got to give it up by Marvin Gaye. Right, because they got sued. And, and the gay estate won. I didn't even know they won for that. Yeah. But I remember I remember that whole like conversation. And Robin Thicke never came back. And Pharrell made girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wink. Yeah. <laughs> Pharrell was... No, he did. Um, and Happy. Uh, no, he did. Which is a CeeLo song first. The, That's right. Yep. The last N.U.D. album. Oh, with Rihanna, Lemonade. Get it how I live that's it. That's right. Yeah. That did come out after after the fact. That's a hard Rihanna verse too. That's like that's a dope ass song. 
But Robin Thicke, though, you know what it is? It's because he cheated on Paula Patton with like a real basic white and bitch. He was, and he was trying to jack Marvin Gaye. Like, so yeah. I, saw, I saw some clip where they lined up like songs from different albums and they were all like just recreations of Marvin Gaye tracks. It's Blue Eyed Soul. Man. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I like Robin Thicke, though. I mean, but, he, you know what I mean? He had a couple joints. He definitely fucked up, though. I mean, the thing is, because like he was on Hot 97 after he had pretty much destroyed his life and he was super drunk. Talking about the album called Paula, all about Paula Patton. And then you see Paula Patton, and she's just this, like, super... How you feel about chicken tacos, bro? I like chicken tacos. All right, boom. I got you. Yeah, yeah, chicken tacos is shit, my nigga. El Pollo. I think that's what they call it. But, um... Yo, Paula Patton looks <laughs> mad kooky, though. Like, she looks like a very, like, scattered brain hippie girl. I could believe that, like... Just out there. It's kind of like what you. What, I, I always heard people say about Holly Berry, where it's like she fine, but like mm-hmm. you really got to know her. She's a little kooky. <laughs> There's a like, reason why. Yes. <laughs> all her husbands was like, I'm back. I'm going this way. Yes. No. For real. It, it's weird though. It's like they have been. You never know. Yeah, you don't. I definitely think she might be coked up. I mean, it's not like giving an excuse for what Robin did because Robin definitely just went to like. What did he do again? I thought he was just in trouble for like being in a video with a bunch of naked women. Nah, man, he had a like party at his house. This is what the story is, at least yeah. what I heard from Honey Seven. Yeah, and he was like fucking some like real skinny basic white bitch at the house in the party where everybody was there. She caught him. You're up, kiddo. <laughs> Pretty much like groupie love at the wrong time. You know what I mean? But she was like real plain. Like she wasn't even like hot or anything. Like way below Paula Patton status. It's like I have a party at my house, right? And then I get caught fucking like a midget in the in the closet. But my wife is there. So then it's like, what are you doing? It's like a midget, my nigga, for real. And then I make an album called Anita, and it doesn't sell. And I'm drunk on High 97. The video that he did, um, get her back. And it, it was work. like skulls flying towards the screen. <laughs> He's like putting a gun to his head. What, was it like it was, Doom, the video game? It was, it was, <laughs> it was complex. I feel like a, a therapist would have a field day breaking <laughs> yeah. that one down. It had a lot of meaning to it. Oh, yeah. No, there was layers and uh, deep philosophical Man, angles. so many people fucked themselves up in the game. Yeah. Like, uh, you ever watch The Shy? You know that show, The Shy? Nah, I heard it's good, though. Very good show. You ever seen Show Out of Compton? Yeah. All right. The dude who played Easy E, right? Uh-huh. His name's Jason Mitchell. This Isn't nigga. He some shit, some yes. <laughs> <Everybody>. Nigga. <laughs> he was harassing his on screen girlfriend. Oh man. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it's like Martin and Gina. But he harassed her to the point where she was gonna leave the show, so then Lena Wave fired the white people on the show, like the white showrunner, mm-hmm. hired a black showrunner, and it got worse, my nigga. I he, did see something buzzing about that. But they won't tell you what he did. And it's driving me crazy. Like, if you say something, <laughs> they touch her. Like, what What happened? So, basically, he got fired. She stayed on the show. Then he did some wild shit while doing an indie movie. And everybody dropped him. Like, his agent, his manager, his agency. But what you do, or even in that case, it's kind of like nobody, nobody saying knows. what you did. I gotta know. I feel like, I feel like man, no, nah, I'm not going to be that guy. Be that guy, man. <laughs> Anti-snowflake generation. <laughs> I mean, for some people, that's that can be an angle. You can you can use that like like okay. So uh, Tavis Smiley, for instance, because you remember, do you remember hearing about him getting into some shit about with him? his assistant? With, so apparently, he supposedly had a history with at least a couple of people in his organization that that reported sexual harassment. When he pursued it with PBS after they canceled everything, they couldn't find anything, and PBS kept sending him people to audit him looking for stuff. And so he was like, I'm doing a countersuit, and I'm going to lay low until this blows over. And then that's the last 
people ever heard about Travis Smiley. Damn. You think they're trying to take him out or he really did some shit? I don't It could be both, but like it's it's weird when nothing shows up. When no results turn up. Right. But moves are being made where like people lose it because nobody wants to lose their job. You know what I mean? I'm not trying to like if you did something you deserve consequences. Right. But in general, when you're when you're still in the space of um ambiguity around what actually happened you know it's, it's hard to not feel empathetic for somebody who loses their job plus it's like today's time the more information the better we love when things leak we're all about getting the, the, right. the scoop so the right. fact that the scoop is you don't know the scoop makes me like he must have really he must have really went far like i even heard that the girl she's fine too her name's tiffany boone apparently her fiance had to show up to the set like five or six times just to check him. Oh well, then yeah. If you if 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 that's going on, then he probably was like grabbing up on her and like saying taking the scenes shit. too far. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's just like if you watch the show, going low to method. Yes, <laughs> yeah. very much in the mind. If yeah. you watch it though, amazing actor, bro. Like he had. I mean, I've seen him in other roles. Like, nah, skill. He, he, he could do his thing. You know, he but was. But, a, see, but I, that goes back to at least for me. How are you? How are you going to get this? I, I, I imagine, like, for the outliers that have that amount of talent or dedication to even develop a skill, is it is it that hard to believe that outside on those fringes also exist people who um, are Fuck. imbalanced, are imbalanced, you know what up. I mean? Yeah. So it's like, you don't, where where we all understand that there's where the, this is where the line is, the line for you is two steps farther. You know yeah, what I mean? Cause yeah. Just as an individual, I find myself in spaces where I'm like, "Oh, this is wild." I didn't think that was that wild. Yeah, you know, but it's you know what it is. It's because your profession becomes your persona. So we see him That's as a great point. actor. We point. put him on the pedestal of great actor when yeah. he can really just be a scumbag who's yeah. a great actor. Yeah. And the fucked up part is his story is a lot like uh, Darius from Atlanta. You know that 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 guy? He's in um. Sorry right, to bother you. Right. Then he he was rapping and he said something about like. He didn't do anything bad. Yeah. It's just like his story and Jason Mitchell, even Mekhi Pfeiffer, they're just like every everyday niggas who just oh, went to true. an audition yeah. and just was the dude. Right. You know what I mean? Jason Mitchell was like just a regular dude from New Orleans. He didn't even want to be an actor. But he was brilliant at it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like Darius didn't even want to be an actor. I think he said like he went to an audition, forgot his lines, jumped on a table and pretended like he was surfing. And that's how he got his agency. On some just random shit. Makai Pfeiffer said he was hanging out in his apartment with an ex-girlfriend who hated him. It was going with his boy to an audition. Ended up in Clockers. And now, Makai Pfeiffer hasn't been in mad shit. He's like one of the best people in paid in full. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, damn, son. So you're saying you didn't have, you didn't have any... Um... It's just raw. Like, raw talent. It yeah, wasn't like you were a yeah, thespian. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I, I believe that because it was just such a whim and he was so brilliant at it the other part of him just came out you know what i'm saying he wasn't he probably wasn't prepared for that shit he wasn't prepared to take on like all the hollywood shit probably thought his, his on-screen girlfriend was hot and then fucked himself up so here we go it's harassment it's harassment as simple as flirting with somebody who doesn't like you mm-hmm. it's continuing to i should say that Happening to Torrey. Continuing to, right. <laughs> bitch ass. Well, I talk all that shit about R. Kelly. This nigga harassing bitches <laughs> at like his workplace. Later. Yeah. They're R. Like, Kelly's a monster. Oh, Torrey, under, yeah, under investigation. And he gonna say, I didn't know she ain't like the jokes. 
Nigga, you know when somebody don't like the jokes. If they don't laugh the first time, why would you keep saying the jokes? Like, he definitely understood what the fuck was going on. That's a cop-out. That was a cop-out, Torrey. Um, <laughs> what is that? That's just uh, letting me know that the order's on the way. Oh, sick. Or the order's being prepared, not on the way. Oh, we got to talk about Surviving R. Kelly. We haven't even breached that gap yet. Didn't we? Did we? I watched it. I think we did talk about it. We did talk about it. No, we did. I was just thinking about Torre. It keeps on giving. Nigga. (laughs) Have you seen it? I've seen it. I saw pieces of it. The first time we, that's what it was. The first time we talked about it, I hadn't seen it. So I was just listening to like, you know what I mean? What everybody was telling me. But then I saw like most of it. I didn't have to watch the whole thing to get the idea. Have you seen Surviving Neverland? Nah. You want to talk about it? I saw like a piece. We can talk about it. Let's do that. All right, fuck it. You know what? It's deep. It's time to go deep. It's time to go in. Way, way deep. Time Pause. To All right. So first off, disclaimer, <laughs> I love Michael Jackson. Like, Michael Jackson is, yes, he is so love a popular opinion that even if he was a monster, you wouldn't even believe it anyway. However, I have seen Surviving Neverland. And when I tell you those people's testimony, it sound like he was in love with them niggas. It didn't sound like. It sound like he, he was taking them out on dates. If he was in love with those little kids, if it's which, what he's saying, which makes more sense. It, no, no, no. I mean, which is what Michael Jackson always said. I love kids. Mm-hmm. Continue. <laughs> Continue. It sounds like the little, the first little kid, who I think might have been from like Maine or something, he wasn't the Dutch kid. The first one in the, in the video or like the first one to, to come out against him, Jordan Chandler. The very first child that was like accused. Like, I, think, he, I think it's, yeah, Jordan Chandler, go ahead. Yeah, because he took him on tour with him. Yeah. They were each other's first, the way he tells it. So it's sort oh, of like, okay, gotcha. they, I guess Mike didn't know he felt that way, took the kid on tour, and in the way the story goes, that was the first time either of them had ever experienced anything sexual. Is that the one who was in the commercial or the one who was a dancer? Because I remember- The one that was a dancer. I didn't, the, I didn't see the whole documentary, but I pretty much know. The one that's a dancer. Okay, go ahead. So like- when you Safe hear, yeah, when you hear the way he's talking about it, like what was going on, it really sounds like they were like a basic in love relationship. Just right. to happen that he was like 21 and the kid was like 13. Right. But everything they did was the first time for both. So then it's sort of like, it kind of sounds sort of real. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't sound too fabricated because he was even saying that Mike didn't know what was going on either. Mm-hmm. He had like shit he couldn't control. Mm-hmm. But he had too much power. Mm-hmm. And then he had grown people letting little kids sleep in his bed. So right. then it's kind of like, I don't know. You got to watch it. It, 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 definitely, it definitely makes you think about it differently. Not that he's like a pedophile, but it definitely <laughs> makes you think like, maybe Mike really did just fall in love with a child. But like, real, real. Like, this is like my boyfriend real type of shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know... I don't. I, I, the issue that always comes up for me in, in, in any of these um, cases concerning documentaries is with the amount of time in, in, that I put into editing content, editing audio, and editing video. Right. It can I be. know how easy it is. Not not to not to not, not. Well, I mean, it is manipulation of media. I need to finish that. Other, anyway, it is manipulation of media, but it's it's um it's to invoke a mood in a viewer. Right, you control the, the narrative. Same thing that we love directors for. Exactly, right? directors exactly. give us a mood and a context that that stirs an emotion in us to allow us to feel something. The same thing happens on within documentaries, and 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 I'm not saying any of this to say that 
Michael Jackson didn't do something, I'm making a, a separate point about the way media works and why it makes me approach watching this stuff the way I do. Um, because it's manipulative. In because, nature. Because I know how easy it is to make it look like... I When I did the, the film I shot, when I had to ADR a lot of stuff to make it sound like I'm pouring milk, when that was actually water I was pouring a week later. But you're right. seeing it for the first time, so your mind connects the motion with the sound and says this really happened. Right, because right? you don't know anything to be a lie because you you're assuming it's telling you the truth. Because when you're when you're dealing with edited media, you have to look at it within the the frames that are set up by the editor. Yeah, right. So you only know uh, minute two fifty three to minute two sixty five. Be three oh five. Yeah, no, I know you mean. You know what I mean? Yeah, to, yeah, yeah. to, to three oh five of this hour long take, and that's the idea is that you don't know what else was happening mm-hmm. on set, or the mistakes, or the blooper, or yeah. the you know what I mean. The lights didn't work, and, and we and we, we're we are viewers who are used to consuming content and being swayed by content. It's part of the reason why we love entertainment. Now. Are documentaries entertainment? When does documentaries fall into the to class of entertainment? Fire and when festival. you want to, and when you want to, and when you want to, um, like suck dick for water. Go and ahead. When you want to, <laughs> he was like, story, yo. he was like, I was gonna suck that dick for that water too. Oh my god! Did the dude tell him to, to go ahead and do it? Like if that's what he told you, or something like that. Turned out the guy didn't want it. <laughs> he was gonna do it. The guy was like, "No, no, 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 no." I was like, "I don't like a head from blondes." I'm, yeah. I'm just kidding. Definitely brunette. You know, you're past my prime. I like a nice twenty-five. It was a hyperbole. I was trying to get you to think of something. <laughs> you're right. It's like when I'm in, when I'm in head for you were water. Really do it. it was a metaphor for change. <laughs> um, Somebody called Ja Rule. Uh, uh, <laughs> with <laughs> with uh, media, how easy it is to. Get somebody to fill. So, so, the, so the best example I can think of is is taking you know stepping as far away from documentaries. You talking about somebody like Alfred Hitchcock. Alfred Hitchcock could make you feel suspense, right? right? Because he anticipated how you're going to feel at this point in the film versus where he started out, right? right? So that's just that's just within the grasp of anybody who decides to edit media themselves, right? That's one. So you can manipulate in there. I don't want to say manipulate because I'm not trying to defend anything. I you could change. You could change a narrative, and you could um, um, you alter the perception, influence the perception of somebody who yep. doesn't have all the facts, right? Right. And the and the question that still lingers in the air of all of these stories is: until something is proven in court, do we have the facts? Once Bill Cosby has proven a rapist in court, there's no need to debate whether he's a rapist or not. But up until that point, there was a lot of people who were like, "I don't know because I don't know everything." And then right? you can't even trust the court. And you can't even to a degree. A lot of, it's a lot you know of I mean? yeah, but. So, so with, with that being said, um, my mind always goes back to this quote that Paul Mooney said when somebody was asking him about what he thought. And Paul Mooney said, now that uh, Michael Jackson's dead, we have a choice. We can either allow him to be turned into a monster and made into a monster, or we can choose to just focus on this and, you know, appreciate him for the, for the genius he was, born mm. to the, the circumstances that he was, right? But it's right. a choice. It doesn't mean that he's either or. He was just right. saying that, that, that it's, a, it's a choice. And I guess he was saying in his interview that he chooses to regard um, successful black entertainers the same way that he sees white America regards successful white entertainers. Whereas you might protect somebody like a Woody Allen or a so on and so forth. Yeah, Woody Allen's terrible with that's it. A, that's, a, that's a separate point. It is. But, um, but I... It makes sense. Recognizing that I'll never know what actually happened because Michael Jackson isn't here to go through the court process again. To defend again, himself. The yeah. same way he did the last two times. 
then I know that all I'm asking myself at the point of watching the film is, do I want to believe it? Is the film believable? Is the film believable? believable. And is it something that I can that I can accept on Michael Jackson never being able to know? The only people that know are the people that are in the room, and we have this. And then so people also say, well, why would you do that? Did they get any money out of it? They're saying they yeah. didn't get any money. But as a as a as a person who makes content. I feel like the easiest sell in the world is a documentary exposing Michael Jackson after his death. The thing too is like, does that make sense? You see no, it totally makes sense. You know what I mean? Where that's why like, we. How could you lose as far as a means of making money? If right, because it's gonna pop angle. off. It's gonna pop regardless. If that was your angle, right? You know Plus, what I mean? um, the, the court system was loving it enough to, you know, yeah, uh, stretch out. I mean, didn't they have like reenactments of the, the Jackson trial in the in the second? In the movies. No, no, no. In the second, like the second time he went to court in like 2004, whatever, he stood up on the court, uh, on the chair. Not on the, on the, on the, on the car on the, and I was dancing. I can't remember now. And he went to court in his pajamas. You don't remember that? It was like, I feel like it was like 2000. I gotta see it. Like five? Six, but six it's, the, my, um, my response is twofold. One, we always watch media thinking that media is telling us the truth. That's why we love a good twist. Like when you see the, when you see a movie lie to you, it's like mind blowing. You're like, what? You, you didn't say that from the first scene because you're not expecting them to tell you a lie because you're believing everything you see. Yeah. But the second thing is, it didn't make me feel like he was a monster. That's the thing. It made me feel like he literally just fell in love with somebody who happened to be a little kid. So that's even stranger. Like, I didn't feel like he was... But that's also popular opinion because we can always say R. Kelly, despite the fact of him being raped as a child, is a monster. fell in love with Aaliyah. Right, he's still a monster, though. No matter what it I is, mean, because of popular opinion, because of public opinion. Anybody establishing that level of relationship with somebody who's that unaware and and un- not autonomous, like you, you got to be a monster because how could you not be aware of what you're doing, of what you're doing, and how could that not be part of what's doing it for you? A lot of people. Well, I've heard the argument that pedophilia is also something that's like a mental disease. So it might not quite be I mean, I the know, exact I know same. I know somebody that's in jail for child pornography. I don't know if they're in, in jail for. Here's another thing, right? Uh, this is what we ended off with. So crazy. How come the people who make child pornography aren't in jail, but the people who watch child pornography are in jail for like 20 years? Mm-hmm. Jared's in jail right now, under mm-hmm. the jail, probably getting butt fucked by like nine dudes named Ted. R. Kelly makes you know you, child you, porn. You, you, you ready? You ready? It's because it's because Kelly. the people who make child pornography are making so much money they buy their way out. Exactly what it is. That's what it Boom. is. That's what it is. That's fucked that's up. Fu- that's very that's fucked that's up. Terrible. That's fun. like me making coke. That's ridiculous. Not going to jail. You sniffing coke and you go to jail. I mean, but I'm making the coke though. You know, it's fucked up. KRS said cocaine business controls America. It does. He also said she was 13 and good. <laughs> I forgot about that. On that note, <laughs> we'll end out. Uh, uh, Actually, have you ever heard that song before? Before we end, have you ever heard that song? What's because, the name of it? Um, it's called Thirteen and Good. It's I literally think called. I think, I think that's the name of. It. I can look it up. I think that's the name of it. But I, I hadn't heard of it until people started pulling it up after the whole thing with Bambada, right? Oh, so yeah, that was so bad. That I was looked horrible. it up and I listened to it, and I had. I had I was prepared for the reaction that everybody was telling me is this is a this is a song where KRS One is talking about how he's cool with people sleeping around with underage people, which is why he, he didn't turn his back on uh, Bambada when the shit came out about Bambada. Even though Bambada was a dude, though, right? So yeah, that's 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 the statement being made. That's the statement being made, right? So under that premise, I'm looking for the video. I find the video, 
the video the video when you listen to the song this came out in like what maybe 88 89 probably right, yeah before uh, crush you got to keep in mind at the same time um uh slick rick is making songs like teenage prostitute i'm oh, no, sorry treated like a prostitute and um davy crockett if you ever heard davy crockett which is you know what i mean a song about dude fucking around and doing all that anyway it yeah. was a time in hip-hop where where a big part of the culture was telling cautionary ghetto tales right which included yeah. older people doing stuff with younger people yeah. don't mess with drugs don't do all that you know what i mean so there were crack is ways, whack there were different ways to do it especially when storytelling was the thing so looking at the song he's telling you a story about a dude who gets caught up with a girl he thought was older at a club or at least rather he's rapping from that perspective so I guess the question becomes whether, Is it, was, him? whether it actually happened to KRS or he's yeah. telling you a story right could be a story though could about be a, that, could a be lot a of people have told stories like was, Usher's Confessions is really Jermaine Dupri's story but it's not Usher but they think it's Usher right and, so. and at that particular time in, in, in hip hop that was a big part of what popular what was selling as you know what I mean it's like popular hip hop was very very risque though I mean, absolutely, but like, so is Donald Goins. So is Iceberg Slim. Yeah. It's sort of like if I was an actor, would I do a commercial where I say I have herpes, even though I don't have herpes? Because then a perception, I don't know. I probably wouldn't because it's too risque. Because then you have the commercial. Right, but you're the guy in the herpes commercial. So if they see you on the street, they're like, yo, you really have herpes? You're like, no, I just did it for the. I mean, that's a good point. The question is going to come up. That's got to be a big ass commercial. Bruh, like imagine that. Like you're on the you're on the poster in the in the subway with like HPV. You no, don't have HPV. Point. That's a good point. But because like I, the question's I was up like, now. <laughs> yeah, at first I was like, I mean, you know, for the money. But no, I wouldn't want to be in an AIDS commercial. Like because you then you'd be like, hi, I have AIDS. <laughs> and they're like, do you? And you're like, no, I just did it for the money. But then the do you is right. gonna fuck with your mind. Right. Uh, yeah, episode fifty two, fifty one. How about it? This is your host Sam Larry, aka No Bone Malone, aka. Larry Potter. I wish I had more AKAs. Jesus and Mero doesn't even do AKAs anymore. Is that where you got it from? Yeah, I got I it from Jesus and Mero. Because they, they, were, they were the first ones I heard to do like 20. Um, I thought you got it from Wu-Tang. Nah. Remember, remember um, Method Man, uh, I feel like it was Takao 2000 and Chris Rock was like, Hot yes. Mix, AKA. Yes. That, that's where I thought you got it from. Nah, it was Jesus and Mero, man. That might be where they got it from. I fucking love those guys. Bronx. Well, no, it's that now, I don't know. Oh, you're up. Oh, uh, and uh, the one and only Sahu, a.k.a. Boogie T, your nosebleed, a.k.a. Chris Tracy, a.k.a. Brown Buddha, a.k.a. Times of Culture, a.k.a. A whole bunch of new shit. Here we out. Here we out.